the lien on a, when the property's in, in a title holding trust, a lien on the property can't be uh, effected because the person that they're suing doesn't have any ownership interest in the property, and the trustee doesn't have any culpability in whatever the legal action is. Best ever listeners, before we get into today's episode, I want to ask you, do you have a strategy right now where you are getting leads that come into your inbox while you're sleeping? Do you have a strategy where you are optimized with both Google AdWords and SEO, search engine optimization? If not, then guess what? Today's your lucky day. We've got a free strategy session just for you, and it's with Dan Barrett. If you recognize his name, he was a guest on episode 565, and he is the only certified Google partner agency that works exclusively with real estate investors. Go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash strategy and get a free strategy session to learn with him how to implement an online strategy for your market in both SEO and Google AdWords. Go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash strategy. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate podcast. And we cut out all that fluffy stuff. We don't talk about anything other than insights that will help you move your real estate investing business forward. We've got a previous best ever guest. If you want to hear his advice, then go check out episode 694. And I'd like to welcome to the show, Bill Gatton. Good morning, Joe. How are you? Hey, good morning. I'm doing well and nice to have you back on the show. A little bit about Bill. He's a co-founder of Open Door Wealth Management, which is a technical training program in creative real estate financing. He's the creator of Equity Holding Trust Transfer, and he told us all about that on the last episode. Again, episode 694. You can go listen to that. He's based in Las Vegas, Nevada. And today, we're going to talk to him about a challenging situation he was in and how he overcame it because in case you come across this situation, you'll now know how the heck to handle it. And we do a special segment like this on the weekend, specifically Saturday. Uh, so I forgot to welcome you. Happy Saturday. Hope you're having a wonderful Saturday. And now, Bill, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on? Absolutely. So uh, what my company does and what it's done now for over 30 years is we deal in a creative real estate transfer system that involves the use of an intervivalist trust in order to move ownership of a property from one person to another. In our program, instead of giving a buyer, let's say that you're the investor and you've got the property and you want to bring someone in to live in the property, handle the payments and the maintenance and the management and all that, Rather than giving them the title to the property, you can set that property into a particular kind of intervivalist trust and let them have a beneficial interest in the trust instead of putting them on title. So it's a real safety feature. In, in that position, now, they can, because of IRS regulations and specific real estate regulations across the country, they can now have 100% of all of the fee simple ownership benefits in real estate, which means fee simple, of course, means all the benefits <laughs> of owning real estate without having to go on title and without having to guarantee the underlying mortgage. 
So what happens is, from an investor's standpoint, the way I buy real estate is I go in and find somebody who's got a property that they don't want for whatever reason, and I just arrange with them to do a seller financing arrangement, either something analogous to a, let's say, a wraparound market or a lease option or a contract for deed or whatever. And then I suggest to them at that point that the best way from their standpoint to make the transfer would be for them, rather than putting me on the title, to put the property in the trust and give me a beneficial interest in the trust. And then at that point, once I have the property and the control of the property, I can bring in a resident beneficiary, give them a portion of my ownership, and let them take care of all the payments and management and maintenance, repair, upkeep, property tax and insurance and everything else. So it's a really nice way to own real estate. Yeah, and thank you for that overview. And best ever listeners, if you want to dig in deep there, then go to episode 694. So for today's episode, can you tell us a story of a challenging situation you were in and how you overcame it? Yeah, I can, Joe. As a matter of fact, in our business, we run into those challenging situations almost every day. And the challenging situations are usually, they have to do with somebody in the transaction uh, trying to create problems for somebody else in the transaction. And because of the uh, the trust transfer arrangement, it's impossible for them to do that. So a challenging situation that I had, for instance, is I had a, a property at TikTok with our program, and the value of the property at that time was said to be about 600000 So I came in and I said, that's fine with me. I didn't even run an appraisal. I just took over the property. Well, what happened was I went in and I decided I was going to do a lot of repairs on it. So I contracted with a contractor, which I guess is what you do with a contractor, to repair the property. Well, the estimate that I got was $60,000 for all the repairs. And I said, well, that's great. Let's get going. Well, what happened was it took six months for this guy to get around to doing what he was supposed to do. And in the meantime, my price went up because he said, well, you didn't tell me that you wanted cabinets in the kitchen. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So what happened was we had a little difficulty there, but he finally finished. But the, the night before... It was a terrible rainstorm in California, and everything that he'd done, every window, every door started leaking and started running rainwater across the floors and all that. So I had to stop everything, hire somebody else to come in and take care of all of that. Well, what happened then was we got the house done. I was able to move it for a little over a million dollars. So out of the million dollars, I had to pay him 70000 total. And then he'd gotten himself into a lawsuit with one of his subcontractors who he didn't pay. And the subcontractor sued me, sued him, and so on. And so that was $35,000 in the lawsuit. The real estate broker was $50,000. So by the time we got through with all of this repairs and upkeep and everything else, I was making $25,000 on a million-dollar house and took six months to do that. So when you divide that out per month, I wasn't really (laughs) making the kind of return I wanted to, but I was able to get the property sold. Now, the thing that saved me was the fact that the property was in this trust. The lawsuit against me couldn't be affected because of the property being in the trust. And when it's in this type of trust, 
it's the trustee who is the owner of the property, not me. And that trustee is a nonprofit corporation that holds the title. So they couldn't sue me because in this type of program, a lien against a beneficiary doesn't attach to the property mm. and it doesn't attach to the trustee. And any lien against any beneficiary cannot attach to the other beneficiary. So as a result, I was saved from that. However, and this is only for interest purposes, it's not something you're going to be able to use to your advantage, but the attorney that I had doing all of this went in and won the lawsuit. And he called me afterward and he said, hey, we won the lawsuit, Bill. You don't have to pay that 35000 I said, oh, boy, that's great. And I said, well, when do I get the money that you sued for? And it was this long pause, and he said, well, I only sued for legal expenses. At that time, guys, don't ever be this naive, but I was naive enough to say, well, wait, that's not right, and not do anything about it. Well, the guy, not because of me, but because of having done similar things to other people, the attorney ended up with a five-year prison sentence, <laughs> which was wonderful, but it didn't make me any money. So overall, I ended up with $25,000 profit for a house that I was actually sold for $400,000 more than I paid for. But I was saved from all of the crap that went on because of the trust. Hmm. That's one. Yeah, that is one. That's for sure. That's a doozy. A couple questions. One, just on the attorney. He withheld the other money, and that's why he went to prison. That and other reasons? He embezzled about five or $600,000, and most of it was from my clients that I sent to him. Mm. One gentleman gave him $350,000 to buy a house with him as a partner, and then he didn't get the house, and he said, hey, let me hold the money, and I'll get another one that'll be better. He'd already spent the money at that time. But, yeah, so the, I guess the uh, the lesson to be learned there is that attorneys oftentimes are ruthless, crooked, criminal people. <laughs> well, as with any profession, you could find people in that scenario. You mentioned something on the lien that I wanted to ask about. You said a lien against a beneficiary doesn't attach to you because the trustee is the owner of the property, which is a nonprofit that holds the title. Why didn't the subcontractor just put a lien on the actual property? Wouldn't that then cloud things? No. The lien on a, when a property is in, in a title holding trust, a lien on the property can't be uh, effected because the person that they're suing doesn't have any ownership interest in the property, and the trustee doesn't have any culpability in whatever the legal action is. So as a result, a lien on the property can't be attached because there's nobody to sue. They can't sue the beneficiary. They can't sue the trustee. So we've had many people over the years try to place liens on properties, like contractors' liens and so forth. That doesn't work. You can't do that. Fascinating stuff. And best ever listeners, I highly recommend that you listen to the other episode, 694, where Bill goes into detail on these trusts that he focuses on. So, Bill, where can the best ever listeners learn more about you and perhaps even see you in person? They can learn more about me by calling you know, the office, of course, or emailing me. But let me mention the upcoming Wealth Summit that we're doing in Las Vegas. Go on uh, September 17th and 18th. It's going to be at the uh, Westgate Hotel and Resort and Casino, Westgate Resort and Casino. And that's on Paradise Road in Las Vegas, 3000 Paradise Road. Now, it's a two-day workshop. We're going to start at 8.30 in the morning and go to 8.30 in the evening on Saturday, and then 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Sunday. 
during that time, we're going to be in, in front of the group for three and a half of those hours calling people who own real estate and showing everybody in the group how to get it. And then when we get the properties, we turn them over to the people in the audience who brought us the lead. We'll have a few people make a couple of phone calls and they'll give us a lead and I'll get a house for them. Now, at that meeting, we've got myself and then the, uh, one of the best motivational speakers in the country is Mr. Omar Perryu out of Florida. He's going to be there. And, and then one of the most notorious and successful note buyers and trainers in the company is Donna Bauer. She's going to be there with me. And then the owner of the Salt Lake City Real Estate Investors Club, one of the biggest in the country, Scott Moyes, is going to be there. It's going to be a really excellent event. So just write that down. It's the 17th and 18th of September at the Las Vegas Westgate Resort and Casino. So that's it. Now, as far as getting all of me, just email me at bg at landtrust.net if you want to. Or you can call me. Uh, it's a toll-free call for you at 1-800-409-3444. That's 1-800-409-3444. And we'll talk all day or 15 minutes, whatever you need about how to put these transactions together and what you need to do to be associated with us and to get in our training program and so on. Bill, is there a website that people can check out the event? No, there's a, as far as the event is concerned, they can go to creativewealthsummit.com, creativewealthsummit.com, and that'll take you to the sign-up page and explanation and pictures of everybody who's going to be there and so on, creativewealthsummit.com. Ah, okay. I see it. And how about this? Best ever listeners, I'll put this in the show notes page as well. I'll do that right now. That way you can just click the link. Cool. Well, Bill, thank you. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for talking through this situation where you had a million dollar after repair value house, bought it for 600, got into some challenging times with the contractor as well as a crooked attorney and Fortunately, you were able to stay above the fray for the most part as much as you could through this protection that you have with the trust. And I recommend best ever listeners, you go learn more about it. I think I will be too. And yeah, looking forward to staying in touch. Hope you have a best ever weekend. You bet, Joe. Thank you so much. And um, guys, thanks for tuning in. Best ever listeners, Matt Bowles who was a guest on episode 289. His company, Maverick Investor Group, has a special report just for you on how to avoid the seven biggest mistakes in real estate that investors make in the 2016 boom cycle. Get yours free at maverickinvestorgroup.com forward slash best ever. That's M-A-V-E-R-I-C-K investorgroup.com forward slash best ever. 